What is the crack, guys? Hope you're all well. This is Finding Yourself, the podcast series dedicated to movie, TV, sports, and gaming. I'm your host, Cal Duffy, and in today's episode, I'm very happy to have another guest on with me. I'm welcoming my sister Emma back onto the podcast. I had her on for one episode before. We talked about Brooklyn Nine-Nine, a TV show we both really love. But today, we're going to be talking about something different. We're going to be talking about Marvel movies, which she is a mega fan of. We went to go see the Spider-Man movie before Christmas and we want to talk about that but we're going to talk about all the marvel movies in general so if you're a marvel fan i hope you tune in and i hope you enjoyed the episode again before we start off i want to remind you that my podcast is available on spotify and anchor fm to listen to i also have a youtube channel finding yourself with kyle duffy you can subscribe to and follow me along my podcast journey again i hope you've all enjoyed the episode let's get into it Okay, Emma's after arriving into the studio. I'm very happy to have her on. Emma, welcome on to the podcast again. Thanks Thank for being here. Thank you very much. We're going to be talking about Marvel today. You are a Marvel super fan. And we actually, before we started recording, we were talking about what actual Marvel movies we want to talk about. You mentioned you haven't seen them all, but you've basically seen them all to me because... The ones, yeah. yeah. The ones I haven't seen... Um, well, I haven't finished Black Widow yet mm. um, and also haven't watched the Hawkeye series because I just got Disney Plus. So that's why I'm watching them, but I haven't finished them yet. You haven't seen the Black Widow movie, but I have. So we Yeah, can... I'm nearly finished Black Widow movie, Did but I think it's like... No, it's just I literally started... We literally, as soon as we got Disney Plus, started watching it and then at exams and stuff. So I kind of just yeah, so stop and then I just... Yeah. I'm very like that. I'll start watching stuff. Yeah, especially with series yeah and you're watching watching while you have time and then you don't have time yeah you've gone exactly. away from it and then when you go back to tv you start something different so yeah. you'd so many stop and start so many the things the reason i actually got to watch the black widow movie is because i had two hours to spare mm. there was one night here leanne was going out it was before the lockdown hit again and i was bored as shit and i just saw scrolling through disney plus saw black widow i thought okay i could review that on crc and binge watched it it was a good movie like Again, I'm not a big Marvel fan. I'm a kind of come and go from it. I do appreciate the franchise, but I felt there was something missing from that movie. So I'd love to hear your thoughts once you actually watched the movie in full. And as for Hawkeye, I know that came out just this Christmas. Mm-hmm. So I think whoever binge watched that, they're watching Marvel movies all the time. So I think we'll forgive you for not being able to see that. The mo- movie I want to get into first is the movie we went to go see together before the Christmas, which was Spider-Man No Way Home, which we both had reactions to. Many to reactions. About? I think yeah. we were, what, sad, yeah. happy, I excited, was, yeah. angry, a lot of things. There's a mixture. Roller coaster. Just a mixture. I was personally just overwhelmingly surprised at how good of a movie it was. That's not to say that I'm shocked that marvel does good movies they're great they're a great franchise and they're successful for a reason they have great cast behind them they have great actors in this franchise you know between tom holland robert downing jr chris evans and chris hemsworth you know and obviously scarlett johansson you know such a great cast behind them and they make great movies but i think this just got me in the feels a lot more than i thought it would I think people underestimate Tom Holland's like Spider-Man because we've had two Spider-Mans beforehand. Yeah. We've had five movies of Spider-Man, three Definitely. from Tobey Maguire and then two from Andrew Garfield. So then once you have the two movies from Tom Holland, they're kind of like, oh, what else can they do? Yeah. But, but I think, mad. I think that, you know, with Tobey Maguire, 
that's the Spider-Man I grew up with. My least favorite. I can understand that. Least favorite. He gives me the ick. Well, I don't agree with that. He gives me the ick. So when Especially came- that scene where he turns kind of goth emo and he's strutting down the street well, and he's a slick fringe. I want to puke. Okay, well, that's understandable. I think that was a mistake. They went <laughs> such a weird way with that movie. And I think that third movie was the worst out of his run as super not superman spider-man and i think as well you know toe for grace from that 70 show he played eric in that 70 show mm. he left that 70 show for that movie and i think he thought that was going to catapult him to superstardom didn't work he's still kind of appearing as guest roles and guest starring he's a movies. bit too insipid isn't he mm, to be not, such a main he's not character for a main things. leading man and i don't think he has the wherewithal to lead a movie but that's besides the point i think they got spider-man 3 wrong with toby Maguire's spider-man and that's how that franchise ended and i do i am glad that he got to reprise his role in no way home that gave me the feels whatever mm. about andrew garfield but seeing toby Maguire come on and his big smiling face and seeing how he's just aged over the years but he still looks like he's still he still got the looks like he still looks well like he looks better now than he did back then i think he grew into his kind of like yeah. fish eyes and you know that kind of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> those kind of features and he also in the no way home he was kind of like the mature kind of comfort spider-man do you know what i mean he's mm. kind of Queak, squeaky clean kind of thing. yeah kind of the wise oak tree kind of, you know that kind of yeah. vibe but andrew Whereas, garfield's blown up at the moment why oh yeah he oh, yeah, is because, so he is trending yeah because of tick tick boom yeah but I also people just I say people who get into Marvel, their Spider-Man is Tom Holland. They don't know any other Spider-Man. Yeah. Andrew Garfield was so... Likeable. Likeable in the new movie. He was so... He know that he um, wasn't scripted or what, improv the line. I, I love, love you. you guys. Yeah, I saw that last day. I knew I had to mention it. I actually saved a TikTok that I saw it on. Yeah. I have to bring it up in the episode. And that is so sweet. So good. Because you could see... Toby Maguire kind of react to it and Tom Holland didn't know what he don't Tom Holland actually didn't say anything back because he was like what's going on but that was so lovely because and I think the quote was that Andrew Garfield said it in the moment because he actually felt it throughout filming with the two lads which was lovely to see I honestly just love that movie from beginning to end Mm. it was so well put together of course didn't like it and no one liked it there was some girl on TikTok, Leanne had mentioned to me earlier on, she said, so Spider-Man wasn't a great movie. And I was like, what are you talking about? She said, there's some Marvel fan on here saying that she hated the ending. And I was like, of course she hated the ending because it wasn't all <laughs> rosy and things yeah. weren't, uh, it wasn't a happy ending. I think if it was a happy ending, they wouldn't be able to go on and make three other movies, which I think they're planning to yeah. do. Yeah, I think Andrew Garfield has his third movie coming. Because, yeah, does, you know, yeah. in one of the theories of him having his third movie was that, you know, when they're naming each other, mm-hmm. Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3. Yeah. But Andrew Garfield was number three, even though he's actually the second Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And they're like same because he hasn't had his third movie, but his third movie's coming, which is why That's he is very smart. number three. That's very And smart. people had theories of what his will be, is that he'll either be the Spider-Man that's fighting Venom, which I don't agree with because... Venom pointed at Tom Holland was like, oh, I need Spider-Man yeah. or whatever. But another one was that when they get sent back to the universes, he gets mixed up and gets sent back to a universe where there is a Gwen Stacy without a Spider-Man. Okay. 
that would be amazing obviously like doing this movie and making sure that they had all three spider-mans in the same universe it sets them up for so many more movies down the line and i think marvel needed that after ending the avenger franchise and those movies Mm -hmm. which were stellar movies so good to watch the action scenes the dialogue the characters obviously and such a good plot to the movie and it had bones as well i know you'll agree with the thought that the marvel movies especially the avenger movies they're so well put together like mm. i think you've rewatched endgame a couple of times and infinity war what is your favorite marvel movie to go to like if you're going iron to chill iron man yeah iron man. i think you said this before Iron I Man did, 1, um, Iron Man 2, is it because it's... All three of them, really. Iron Man 2, kind of. But I did a BuzzFeed quiz okay. the last day of who your Marvel soulmate is, and mine was Iron Man. Robert Downey Jr. I love him. Yeah, he's just perfect. And I saw there the last day that he tested, he did chemistry tests with so many different actors for the new Spider-Man when Tom Holland eventually got it. And he said nothing but good things to say about Tom mm. Holland. So people who are kind of shitting on Tom Holland and don't really agree with him as Spider-Man, I think they need to maybe reevaluate or kind of give him a chance at least because I know people grow up with a Spider-Man. You know, people grow up with Tobey Maguire. I did. Some people grow up with Andrew Garfield and appreciate him as Spider-Man. But when you look at the comics, Spider-Man is a teenager in the comics. He's very fast-witted he's very playful and he's a kid he's essentially a kid he's a 17 year old and having tom holland in the role it works now because he's still young he's in his 20s he still looks like a 16 year old i saw him on the graham norton show when he first did the first movie and graham norton said you have a very young face what actual age are you and he goes i'm 23 yeah because he looks 16 when he's 23 he kind of has that has that ralph macchio vibe ralph macchio was in karate kid and he was on a talk show when he was 30 and he looked 18 which is insane but i think that people who haven't give tom holland a chance need to back up and then do his thing i think tom holland or tom holland's spider-man is a perfect combination of both spider-man and peter parker because tom mcguire was too nerdy yeah to be spider-man mm-hmm. andrew garfield was too cool to be peter parker yeah so Tom Holland is both very nerdy for Peter Parker, mm-hmm. but also very cool and suave and, you know, yeah. very athletic for Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. In the Far From Home, remember he was, spoilers, trapping Doctor Strange yeah. in his quant- in his own quantum universe. Yeah. And he was like doing maths in his head. He's like, I know maths. Yeah. Da, 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 da. This is geography. You know geography. Yeah, you know geography. And like, that's how he like, bet Doctor Strange. But I think he's a perfect combination of both characteristics for the two characters i think exactly i think that's the important mix to get as well you hit the nail on the head there because you can have toby Maguire, who is too nerdy for spider-man and i think toby Maguire played spider-man how you play superman which is squeaky clean Mm. no kind of bad morals like an amoral superhero but i think tom holland being playing it as like a proper teenager he's still in high school he still hasn't graduated like in the last movie he's just trying to graduate and get to college so now that he's struck out on his own at the end of the movie again spoilers but again it's far too late for that if you haven't seen the movie by now 
Did you see or did you spot that um, Zendaya MJ was wearing the necklace that Spider-Man got her in the last scene when she's working in the coffee shop? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see that. My eyes were full of water, tears. I couldn't see anything. I just re-watched like a bit of it the last day. I tried to watch in cinema, but because of COVID cinemas, the last show one during the week is five o'clock. Okay. So you can't go and see anything and they didn't have anything up for the weekend. So I wanted to rewatch it before I left cinema, but sure now can't. But anyway, because I wanted to not cry and actually take in everything, mm-hmm. but I couldn't. So. That was wishful thinking now on, on yes. your part. I'm glad no one left the cinema after the end credits. I think everyone in the cinema yeah. stayed. There was loads of clips online of people clipping up people leaving after the end credits and being like oh fake fans fake fan fake marvel fans Boo, I'm, I'm tomatoes, glad, tomatoes, tomatoes. i'm glad we didn't show up on someone's tiktok or <laughs> instagram leaving early because i think i left early again not a proper marvel fan that's how you can tell i'm not a proper marvel fan i left at the end of the credits not the end of the credits i left during the credits during the venom movie venom 2 and that's kind of setting up for venom 3 i think I got out. I remember watching clips online of Venom 2 the next day. And I saw the end credits and I was like, what's this? I don't remember this. That's how you know I'm not a proper Marvel fan. I left. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen the Marvel movies? Uh, not Marvel movies. Have you the seen Venom. the Venom movies? Haven't seen the second one. What do you think of the first one? I thought it was good. Yeah. I like Tom Hardy. I think he was very... I don't know. The character is so strange. You know, the the conflict between obviously Tom Hardy and then yeah. Venom. Like, it's so strange but funny but like chaotic i don't know it's a crazy concept I've oh also sorry the reason they think that andrew garfield's gonna fight venom because in far no way home he says yeah he never got to fight an alien and venom yeah. is partly alien yeah he's paras alien parasite yeah. yeah see i don't cop to those things i kind of just like enjoy the ride and don't really take i've taken the fight scenes and the important dialogue but I don't look for the hidden messages. And I suppose that I'm not watching the Marvel movies constantly enough to... Uh, either am I. I'm not very that way inclined. Like, I'm like, oh, cryptic messages. Oh, blah, blah. Until, like, all the Marvel t- stuff on my TikTok of people, yeah. like... And then it hits you. Yeah, Easter eggs here and Easter eggs there. And I'm like, oh, right, yeah. Okay, yeah. I Makes sense. Makes total now. sense. As for me, I actually... Not despised, but I just was so let down by the Venom movies. Yeah. I personally thought that Tom Hardy was the wrong casting. I think they rushed that job and Tom Hardy is a very talented actor. Don't get me wrong. I love him in most everything he's in. The Revenant, he's so good in it, even though he's a bad guy. In Peaky Blinders, he's amazing. Legend, such another great movie that he played both the Cray twins in. But... I felt like they just saw how well Tom Hardy was doing publicly as an actor and there's nothing but good publicity around him. I think they thought, okay, we'll cast him in this role and that's bound to make a good success. He can nail this character. But in a Graham Norton interview, after doing press for the tour, he said and he admitted that when he took the role, he took it simply because his son was a fan. He didn't know much about the role and... The character of Venom. I'm sure he read the script, but I didn't think he knew much about the character. And that's essential in Marvel that you understand the character, the motivations, everything like that. So I just think there wasn't a lot that lined up for Tom Hardy to get a performance in this movie as well. And I, like you said, it was chaotic, but you probably meant that in a good way. 
I saw Chaotic as in, ba- uh, in a bad way because I just felt I couldn't get into the movie because I couldn't mm. buy him as Eddie Brock. I just saw him as Tom Hardy. So I think that Venom 1 was a letdown. Venom 2 I was a bit more impressed with because they went for laughs more. I thought that Venom was in the movie a lot more in terms of dialogue. He was a bit more fleshed out as a character. I think that having, what's his name, Woody Harrelson in the movie only lends to it as well. And there was a great, but again, in my opinion, the movie only gets going with half an hour left. But yeah, Venom 2 and Venom weren't my favorite movies. Actually, the YouTube video where I said that Venom 2 was my least favorite movie of 2021. And obviously, Spider-Man No Way Home is one of my favorites. What Again, I want to get your opinion on this. Favorite movie of 2021 and worst? Jesus, that is putting me on the spot. You don't have to answer. I that. don't. I'm thinking about it. I don't, you know, I don't actually watch yeah. stuff. Yeah, you don't actually. I, you never catch me sitting in sitting room watching something. Yeah. I like, think it's all just Marvel and. I rewatch stuff. Rewatching TV shows and stuff like that, yeah. Not to sound too. <laughs> basic. Basic or, I don't know, not prestigious, but like, I just don't have time. <laughs> I don't have time to commit to something new. It just busy. busy. Yeah, again, but I don't think that's being a snob either. I think. I'm like that too, because we, me and Leanne, see things up on Netflix or Now TV or whatever, and we're like, we must start that, and we add it to the list. Then we'll have a night where I'm like, oh, will we watch this? Give this a go. But then eventually we just say, oh no, we're too tired to start this. You have to be able to commit to something, commit to starting a new show. I know it sounds stupid, but have the brain power to bring yeah, capacity to set. I need to because once you like, yeah. yeah, once you like stop being busy and you've settled down you're kind of like oh like you're tired or you're exhausted mm-hmm. you don't want to start something new yeah. that you have to like pay Definitely. attention to you know you just yeah. kind of want something something that, easy something that you easy know kind of what's going to happen yeah. yeah i think that's why you know we've watched parks and rec 40 times over i'm still trying to, trying to get liana to the office i know you and barry love that show and i do too lee and chris do as well there's shows like that that are so good that you can't help but rewatch them over and over again. I wanted to ask you, just stay on Marvel movies for a minute. I wanted to get your opinion and your thoughts on what you want to see next in terms of Marvel and especially the Spider-Man franchise. Where would you want to see Tom Holland's character go next? What would you want to see ideally happen? The movie ended in such suspense that I don't know and I can't think of any theories of how he's going to get mj and ed to remember and get back life and obviously he's lost everything mm-hmm. spoilers he lost aunt may and like i think well i feel like there's something going to be with happy yeah do you know what i mean maybe, i think yeah. at the grave and stuff yeah because at the end he's visiting aunt may's grave yeah and happy is there too and they that's how you know each other yeah they have a small conversation there and that's how it ends so but... i'm very interested to see where that goes mm. i See, my favourite characters are the originals. I'm very about the original characters. Oh, yeah. Iron Man was my favourite. Never liked Captain America, which would be a bit controversial. I don't know. I don't know if it's I, I, that I don't like Chris Evans or I don't like how goody two-shoes maybe, yeah. Captain America is. I don't know what it is. He's just and maybe because he... Plain, yeah, and maybe because bread. of the Civil War that put him, like Captain America against, like, 
Iron Man. Iron Man, my, who's your, my favorite, and then Iron Man. do you know what I mean? So and like all my favorites were on Iron Man's side. You know, we had Spider Man and everything. So I don't know what it is, but I just don't like him. Um, but if I want to see something go somewhere, I think Florence Pugh is doing a great job. Yeah. I think she's going to have her own spin-off of something. Oh, I definitely think so. She She was in Hawkeye. I saw a Hawkeye, few yeah. of those. She's she very was, funny. Yeah, she was she was clipped up a lot her and Haley Steinfeld yeah. very well together. She's is, very is good. It, is it Seinfeld or Steinfeld? Haley Steinfeld. Steinfeld. She yeah. was very good. Yeah. As and Kate Bishop. She's um, in the Black Widow movie as well and she is probably in my eyes the best thing about that. She's very entertaining and she's very funny in it. So funny. Very funny. Very, very likable actress as well and she's done a lot, a lot of good movies behind the Marvel movies as well. Scarlett Johansson never provides any comedic relief to any no, it's Marvel really movie that serious. she's in. It's very serious, you know, Russian training and everything. Yeah. And then seeing Florence Pugh come in who yeah. had more mind control in the Red Room than Scarlett Johansson herself or Black Widow. It's kind of like, I know it's like refreshing to see a female Marvel character who's funny. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And also well. badass, like yeah. And again, like the whole scene. There's a one one scene in Black Widow. I don't know if you saw it. Is it when she's yeah? Why she, that pose? She's making fun of the superhero pro- pose that Black Widow does all the time. And whips her hair. Yeah, up and, it's oh, like, so... and making fun of her, like, why do you do this pose? You're such a poser. And then she tries it at one stage, and then gets the ick, and then like gets a shiver <laughs> down her spine. But yeah, I definitely agree with you that Marvel um, did a great job and. A very good choice in casting Florence Pugh in the franchise, and I think she will have spin-offs going forward because she's a very likable actress and she plays a very likable character. I know you said you don't know where it's gonna go with Spider-Man, but where do you want it to go? I obviously want him to be back with MJ and Ned. I want to all just be hunky dory. Yeah. Happy, yeah. But. Because we are under the impression that there's going to be three more movies. Yeah. I don't see it being all hunky-dory after one. No, I another don't. Movie. I, I think maybe it'll take maybe the three movies yeah. to wrap it up. But do you think they'll introduce new characters or focus on certain characters for the next three movies in order to get Tom Holland to that place where he's back with MJ? They remember maybe... I know that they're focusing in on Benedict Cumberbatch and his character in Doctor Strange as well. I have a theory about him too. We'll get into it now. Sh- okay. Share your theory. So the theory... Okay, it's not my theory. I've seen this theory. Okay. Credits to TikTok as per usual. But that that isn't Doctor Strange. Okay. Explain. Have you seen this? No. No, I don't think so. So people are saying that that's not Doctor Strange because... You know when he first come to him, comes to him... In his little mansion or house, and he's like dressed in oh, informal clothes and everything. Yeah, and people are saying that 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 is not Doctor Strange, and that he has something has happened. He obviously has his movie coming out of the multiverse of madness. The original Doctor Strange has either been killed, or that he's kidnapped or something. And because he would never let that happen, he would, he would never. never reckless. Yeah, he would never ever ever do a spell. Just because someone wanted their life back yeah you never sacrifice the chaos of the earth like when you look at endgame yeah he went over whatever the 14 billion or whatever yeah um and there was scenarios there's only one which there's also a theory that people are saying that there could have been another 
way of defeating Thanos but Doctor Strange saw in the future that Iron Man had control of the Infinity Stones and there is even more chaos than what Thanos would have done. I saw something on TikTok as well. TikTok was getting a great amount of respect on this episode. Sponsor us. Yeah. (laughs) Sponsor me, please. But I saw on TikTok one fella just pointing out how in the Endgame and Infinity War movies that his least favourite character is Star-Lord. I blame him. Because, yeah, it's Star-Lord's fault. I was just about to say that. I was just about to ask you, who do you think or what do you think could have been done differently? Yeah, because that's the one thing that... He messed it up. Yeah, and it was basically... It was in line with his character, though, because Star-Lord, Peter Quill, is a very emotional guy in this series. He's kind of like a man-child that way, but he's after losing Gamora, and he knows... He finds out that she's dead because one of his friends, one of the Guardians of the Galaxy reads his mind. And What's her name? The, the Mantis. Mantis, yeah, yeah. Mantis reads Thanos' mind and can tell that he's grieving. And then he just decides to try and kill him. But like, And they're so close to pulling the, yeah. the glove off with yeah. all the stones. Exactly. So if he doesn't lose concentration for the next minute and a half, Thanos is dead and the world is saved but they again, have a new movie coming out this year as well Guardians of the Galaxy yeah Guardians of the Galaxy 3 it'll be Dave Bautista's last appearance in the role which I don't know if they're going to end the franchise after that because they can't recast that because he's kind of made it iconic now seeing him finish he, um, or that he improved that line of why is Gamora yeah yeah I'll do Brilliant. Even better <laughs> why is Gamora that's so good I think no one expected Dave Bautista to pull off that role. And since then, he's kind of done subtle performances in very good movies. And yeah. like subtly great performances. I don't know if you've seen Blade Runner 2045. He's in there with Ryan Gosling. He's a character in the start of the movie where Ryan Gosling kills him. But he is a robot that's... In 2040, Blade Runner 2045, robots obviously are in there and they're designed to work and then be retired which means killed and there's the police robots who are responsible for doing that this robot batista is meant to be killed but he's kind of living on a farm isolated and they have this big fight but the batista has a great line of dialogue in it and he's very subtle as an actor he's doing great things and i think that since the rock has kind of paved that way Others like John Cena and Batista are taking this chance to kind of pave their own way and show audiences what they can do as well. So Dave Batista really, I think, has made the best he can do out of this Marvel role. Do you think he'll, he'll be recast or do you think they'll end it with the third movie? I think three movies is enough for that, isn't it? I think it is, yeah. I was a fan, but obviously then I blame him. So yeah. then, yeah. And it was a ballsy move as well, killing off characters like that. Big characters, you know, that never come back. But again, with killing off those characters, you open up so many more doors for movies down the line. But it w- it's weird to see now the fact that Avengers is done. Because I thought that would be a franchise and that would be a movie franchise that would last forever. Because, you know, like, who's going to see superheroes die? I think that's such... It would be seen as a stupid move to kill off. It'd be like killing off Superman. Why would you yeah. do that? You just make Superman movies forever. It was brave, you know, because, again, they're stepping outside the boundaries of what's done in that franchise. 
one division you haven't seen that no but i've you seen so it. many things good. about it's it that's almost good. like like it got me in the feels the end of it yeah wanda maximoff i didn't really relate to her character in the marvel movies but when i saw this you really do relate to her and her relationship with vision is so good elizabeth olsen and i forget your man's name don't sit on my tongue, but I forget it. The actor who plays Vision. Paul something, is Paul it? Paul Bennett or... Something like that. Yeah. Very good actor. And the chemistry they have on screen is so good. Give it a watch if you haven't already. Yeah. And again, anyone listening, let me know if you've seen WandaVision or any of the movies we're talking about. Let me know your opinions up on Anchor FM and Spotify. I'd love to know what you think. Overall, I think that there's so much to be done with Marvel. And there's so much to be done with different kind of movies coming our way there's one other question i had here as well along the lines of what you want to see done if you could undo any movie any marvel movie ending of any marvel movie or any scene you could undo or do differently what would you do iron man (laughs) iron man dying dying. i would would you just undo it or would you have what would be in place oh i don't do it i i i don't do it i don't understand how much i cried like i was wailing wailing at I think, it I think that's why they did it to it them. was awful and it's funny how they didn't kill off half of their viewership with killing off a character that big really i don't think it hurt their franchise by killing off big characters it only helped it because i think after that movie you probably rewatched iron man a bunch of times mm. to kind of get the feel for it again and that probably amped you up to keep on watching Marvel movies again. And I think the same probably happened with people who saw Black Widow die or Gamora or any other character who died in that franchise. Black Widow didn't do anything for you. No. Again, why what did you feel? I didn't feel like. I my don't favorite, know. My, my favorite was the Hulk. Oh, love the oh, Hulk. No. So underrated, and then Mark Ruffalo should have his own. Yeah. Mark Ruffalo kind of revived this character because it had been done twice by both Eric Bana, the original, not the original, obviously, Lou Ferrigno, the original, but Eric Bana got the movie in 2004, I think, and then it was done again by Edward Norton, who I think did two movies, and it was very, like, the CGI was good, but it was, there was no distinguishing between the Hulk well there was it was a very big sorry it was a very big distinguishment between the Hulk and Bruce Banner because once he was the Hulk he was the Hulk he couldn't talk it was just kill destroy Hulk smash but they did something different with Mark Ruffalo and made him they almost transformed him into a Hulk person because Mm. when he started off he was the Hulk and they tried it was very funny watching the different Avengers try to calm him down yeah and there was a clip I saw, I kept on, it kept on coming on my TikTok as well. Black and Widow Black doing Widow the calming. calming down the Hulk. With the lullaby. Stroking his hand. Thor doing the same Thor thing in his thing. movie. And Tony being like, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. And just punching him in the yeah. face in their iron suits. So good. They also put more personal about it because they, to- they told us how like he struggled so much with being yeah. the Hulk and that he tried to he tried commit to himself, suicide. Yeah. yeah. Um, Trigger. Um, whereas I think with the other actors who played the role we saw how they became Hulk and saw them dealing with it they dealt, to, dealt with it very professionally where it's like oh I have this thing that turns me into a monster okay I'm going to try and fix it but 
you see how Mark Ruffalo's character deals with being the Hulk and like you said the struggle he goes through and that scene where he says you thought you'd have to kill me well I don't worry I've already tried I put a bullet in my mouth and the other guy spit it out yeah. I think that Mark Ruffalo definitely has done enough to deserve his own movie he kind of got it with Tor mm. what's, what's it called Tor Dark World no it's not it's um. some Tor movie where it's him and the Hulk and they're on Asgard very good movie or Ragnarok yeah I think so yeah new Thor movie this year as well Love and Thunder yeah very looking forward to that what I was saying was that Thor movie is one of my more favourite movies so funny Avengers. when he jumps yeah. out the the ship yeah. he's like I'm going to show you really what it and then he thinks that he's going to turn into the Hulk and just yeah. smacks down on the ground as, yeah, very as Bruce Banner and the scene where Thor gets put into the galactic arena Thor is like wondering who am I going to face who am I going to face and the Hulk comes out and he goes and he starts cheering and they're all like confused he goes I know I'm from work do you know Very that good. line actually they had a kid on set I just watched um, Chris Hemsworth having an interview at this and he said they had a kid on set obviously for like a make a wish or something mm-hmm, he was yeah. a, a sick child yeah. and he was watching that happening and it was actually the kid that gave Chris the line saying you should point up and look at Loki and be like I know this guy we're friends from work Really? And it was this kid that made such an iconic line, just, you know, your work buddies kind of, oh you know, God, make reference so to that. Good. And he gave him that line, they said it, and that's like, as I, you, you, you quoted there, is one yeah. of the funniest things. Yeah, because again, that's so amazing that a kid thought of that, because it fits in so well with the tone of the movie as well. Fits in with Tori's character yeah. as well as being again, this dumb yeah. blonde, like. Yeah, and again, like the surfer dude, like he's, yeah. he's very, he comes across, Tori in this movie comes across as so likeable. And that's amazing that a kid thought of that line and it fit in so well to the movie. Powerful scene from that as well as when his sister takes his eye and then it's, you know, the the Thunder song yeah. playing and he's fighting everyone. Yeah, that's and a he, great he, scene. Yeah, he comes down and he lays down the hammer, basically. Ah. 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 So Brilliant. Good. So good. I think that Marvel, they just do it right. Who's your favourite character? My favourite character. So you haven't time. Or favourite movie or... Okay, favourite movie definitely has to be Spider-Man No Way Home. Simply because mm. it hit all my buttons. I think it was such a fan-pleasing movie. I talked about this on my YouTube and in another episode on the podcast. I actually did a quickie review after seeing it. And I just think having all three Spider-Mans come together. It was, it just, it, it was a moment. It created moments in the cinema. And I think that's what great cinema is about moments where everyone can just look at each other and be like what the fuck is going on this is amazing the moment i think that he saves his oh. M- the mj i oh, think i saved that to my tiktok and i it's when i want to amazing videos, when he goes down and he does what he can for gwen stacy and he's like are you okay yeah and then she goes are you okay and he goes yeah yeah I'm okay. he's crying and oh, yeah. it's, it's that brilliant. gets me in the feels like again i need to watch that movie at home and really experience I hope it comes well. out something soon it definitely will because especially with Disney having Marvel now they'll release it soon enough yeah also with like cinemas and theatres well I suppose in America and the UK and they're also big but here they are closed early you know we're still in kind of restrictions so yeah. I hope they'll probably bring it out on some kind of yeah. platform soon and Disney Plus most yeah. likely and usually they'll have a new release in the cinema for maybe a week and a half and then it goes a week, two weeks max, and then it goes to streaming platforms. 
which I definitely think we'll see No Way Home up on Disney Plus eventually. Is there anything else you want to talk about? I I kind of hmm. wanted to base this around. I think I'm actually going to name this episode "Conversations with a Marvel Fan" because that's really all it was. This I did. I wanted to just dedicate it solely to movie because. Like on these episodes, I'm dipping in on different kind of things, but overall, like I think we love talking about movies a lot. So I would say that I'm definitely an OG Marvel fan. Yeah. Where I kind of find it hard to get into movies where the OG Avengers aren't in them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you find it hard to connect. Yeah. To connect. I think everyone needs a character to kind of grasp onto. Like if, I love Spider Man, which is yeah. gonna be my saving grace for all this. Yeah. Exactly. But I think if you don't have a character, you can be like, follow them along and actually care about what's going on. Mm. It's very hard to keep your interest in it. And I think that's why people turn off with these kind of movies as well. I did another quiz actually, and it was what hero and villain are you a mix of? Okay. Mine was Tom Holland, Spider-Man and Loki. Loki. Mm. Okay. What's Loki's name again? What's Loki's name? Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. The the actor. Yeah. The two Toms. Two Toms. Yeah. I think that Loki did like um, Tom Hiddleston did a great job as Loki. Mm, he's very brilliant. Playful, like he's he's a villain, but he's likable in it. He's yeah, very likable. In it. He's so cheeky. Yeah, he's cheeky. He's, he's a cheeky, cheeky little he's boy. Ve- he's very cheeky. He's very cheeky. Um, what else do I want to discuss here? I have my notes here. Yeah, we talked about that. We t- we watched that before the Christmas. By the way, speaking of Christmas, that seems it's like not that long ago. That's oh, it feels like definitely. a couple of weeks ago. And Christmas flew by as well. What did you think about this Christmas with? covid and everything like that i was actually talking to you about you know the last two christmases how you felt it went not how it went but how do you feel going into christmas now with covid as priority for everyone to like kind of stay safe and stuff like that i found this christmas hard in a way i think it was because i'm still at home yeah with my parents and then you guys my two siblings are living with their partners so Mm. And then when we get together, it's around five, six o'clock. Yeah. So I never woke up in a Christmas mood. I get you. I get you. Which I hated because yeah. I loved waking up and, yeah. you know, Christmas spirit and everything. And I didn't feel that yeah. this year. Not anything on my parents, by the way. They're oh, lovely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> lovely. Hi, guys. mom. Love you. Um, no, um, obviously, like, I they're getting, that, yeah, they're getting that, dinner though. ready. They're doing. Yeah doing stuff you know that parents do on christmas and but i understand that like waking up with your siblings and going in and be like oh let's go down and do presents yeah. like maybe next year me and Leanne might stay down on christmas eve and do that obviously we couldn't this year oh yeah you yeah we have a secret <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe maybe that i work. know something you don't <laughs> um but yeah um I think we couldn't do. We obviously couldn't do it this year because I was planning to propose, and I did propose to Leanne on Christmas Day. Then y'all got COVID. Yes. Well, no, she got COVID. She got the COVID. She got the COVID. I didn't get it, which was mad. Madness. And I was fully prepared to get it. I fluky fuck. Fluky fuck indeed. I I just think I'm immune and I'm Superman now, so they're obviously gonna be. <laughs> want, bitch. They're gonna want my blood for the cure, so. If obviously the HSC want to take my blood. If everyone subscribes, we'll all send out a vial of Kyle's blood. Yeah, definitely. But no, yeah, I think that COVID around Christmas, it's such a weird thing because you're happy that Christmas is here and you want to get in the Christmas mood. But like you said, the Christmas mood doesn't really fully kick in 
because yeah. anyway for me it didn't kick in for me because I was very aware I'm very aware the past two years that COVID is still rampant and it's still a danger I'm just happy that we got Christmas Day with you and Christmas Eve and Christmas is always most cases most yeah. everything because, because people, people are let coming down home their guard, yeah. people yeah. let down their guard people but, coming home from the likes yeah. of England and stuff so yeah and I think people are so busy all year and so tired all year of keeping up their guard that they think okay christmas is when i can let down my hair go to the pub relax i'll be safe everyone's of the same group mentality of yeah. just letting go at christmas and what will be will be butcher which which is understandable as well and yeah. everyone has a right to do it i don't think covid went away anytime soon i think we're gonna to have to learn to live with it and i think the ideal scenario is to get it to a place where it's the common cold but i think we're a long way off that but yeah, I just want to get your thoughts on Christmas as well because we hadn't talked about it fully. I think this is a good place to wrap up the episode unless you want to talk about anything else. Like I think I'm just a very in-depth talk about Marvel and I hope the Marvel fans enjoy it. Anything you want to add just to end, end the episode? Oh, God, I'm wishes, sorry. Wishes, <laughs> wishes for Marvel in 2022. What do you want to say? Oh, jeez. I don't know. I'm excited to see all the new movies. I'm yeah. excited to see the new Black Panther. Oh, yeah. I'm excited to it's see... It's Wakanda Forever, isn't it? Yeah, I'm yeah. excited to see what the women do. It'll be great to see, you know, all all uh, women coming together for um, Chadwick's kind of remembrance yeah. and kind of how they're going to... I just wonder how they're going to play that. Yeah, exactly. It, it'd be interesting how they how they do it. But I'm sure it's going to be tasteful and I'm yeah. sure it's going to be um, very representative of how they felt about him. Great man. During that movie and during his run as Black Panther because he was such a talented actor. I was actually watching, just before we wrap up, I was watching a movie. It's called The Heart of They Fall and it's an all-black cast. It's a Western, actually. Idris Elba was in it, Regina Hall, she's an Oscar nominee and winner, I think. And there's a scene where they're walking by a train and it had the words C H Bos Bosman on it, and it's a tribute to Chadwick Bos Bosman Bosman Chadwick Bosman yeah Bosman yeah Bosman, and that was so good like and that got clipped up everywhere because again I think everyone is still very raw with that because they he's it's not long since he's dead is it it's like, it's like three two three years feels like less but yeah he was just such a talented actor and must have been awful hard for him to keep everything under wraps as well i think a lot of actors when they get sick to try and keep it under wraps and he did and it was so sad and people were commenting on yeah i was about to say that yeah. you know he never he lost a bunch of weight and people yeah. were kind of giving him hate comments saying that he looked a certain way and he was battling fucking cancer like jesus Christ. and i really kind of put it into perspective but sure people it doesn't matter because you can't put it in perspective for people that are trolls and just horrible yeah. people anyway that you should always keep in mind you don't know yeah, what people are going through. Exactly. Um, but there's one scene where he's fallen asleep yeah, during a press the conference. Yeah, the press conference and, at all them at the end um, of... End, uh, the guy who plays Vision is tapping him on the Paul knee. Bettany, yeah. Yeah, Paul, Paul Bettany. Good woman, you thought of it. Asking, yeah, is he okay? Yeah, and he goes, okay? And he said, I hope so. Yeah. Oh, and, don't make me start crying again. Anyway. And just one more thing, like the bit, the clip where he is asked are you ever going to return as black panther and he goes i'm dead mm. i'm dead yeah i think that just hits hard now i think that clip was clipped up on tiktok and a load of bunch of places but yeah chadwick boseman was such a good actor such a great actor and brought a lot and didn't get to do what he wanted not what he wanted but didn't get to 
have such a long run in that role but still such a iconic performance on an end note going back to spider-man and mj zendaya if you haven't you should watch euphoria season two is now out so yeah i uh, it's on now tv if you want to give it a look like i'm saying dominic fike is in it if anyone knows that dominic he go you know three nights at the three nights at At the the hotel hotel. (laughs) that one yeah i i've heard great things about that jesus christ i've heard great things puberty I, I've heard great things about that show. I think I want to give it a look too because it, I've, heard, I've heard great things about it. Um, but yeah, I want to thank Emma for being on. Um, this is a great episode. I really enjoyed it. We're going to go have a steak dinner now. Can't wait. Yeah, can't wait. Thank you all for listening. Peace. Peace. This is where I'm going to wrap up today's episode. I hope you all enjoyed it. And I want to thank Emma for being on the episode with me. I really enjoyed having her on. And again, if you enjoyed today's episode, let me know up on Anchor FM and Spotify what you liked, what you'd like to see next. I really appreciate the feedback. As always, my podcast, Finding Yourself, is available to listen to up on Spotify and Anchor FM. I also have a YouTube channel, Finding Yourself with Kyle Duffy. Please subscribe there and follow me along my YouTube and podcast journey. I'd really appreciate it. This has been Finding Yourself with Kyle Duffy. Thanks for listening.